Welcome Tom Sox fans to Tom Sox Conversations. My name is Tyler Fan. I'm here with Ben Trent and Sam Crawford from the 2019 championship run. Uh, and we're going to be talking about fun facts slash statements, thoughts, shower thoughts, however you want to call them. We're just here to try to blow your mind here. So right off the bat, we're not going to be talking much baseball here, but I got one baseball thought here. Perfect. Thing in this universe is either a baseball or not a baseball. Let, let it sink in for a minute. Look, I mean, I can't say that you're wrong because yeah. you, you're not wrong. I think the only question is whether something else that is not a baseball could be perceived as someone else by a baseball. That's a good thought because, you know, I see sometimes like a kid uses like a tennis ball as a baseball. You know, maybe they don't have enough. <laughs> Balls lying around, so they grab tennis ball. But I mean, hey, anything in someone's imagination can be anything. I mean, and that brings look. up another thought here. So think about this: if the universe is infinite, right? Fiction's not a real thing. Like, there's possibilities are endless. True. Every right? time, every time you think of a possibility, that is another universe. Happens. Every, that is what Marvel told us. If yeah. I thought, if I thought right now, like let's say I didn't jump on this Zoom call, there is a me, a Ben Trent. You know, I'm a dime a dozen, but also infinite. You know what I'm saying? They'd right. Hop on this Zoom call right now. Right. Well, you're special, but you're really not special because there's infinite of you. True. True. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree in, more. I mean, there was an article not too long ago that uh, said there's evidence of a parallel universe now. Yeah, and not just one, of, of multiple. I mean, you're, Sam, you're the big science guy here. Yeah, big science guy, yeah. Anything? I, I don't have anything to add. I mean, you said it perfectly. I think it that... true that on the Tom Sox 2019 team, they called you the Elon Musk of the Valley League? I did hear that. that. Um, can you... Can you I, I don't ever think I heard that. Um, I'll take that as a compliment. For sure, um, because he's really smart and just crazy enough that you don't know what he's ever going to do. Um, and I really aspire to that vibe. And that's your um, play style. That's your play style. You're the wild card. You don't know what Right, doing. right. Well, you see, I personally don't see myself as much of a wild card, but I want, I want to be there at some point. I really want to be that unpredictable person. But that's why you are a wild card. You know, that's like, you know, if someone says I'm humble, they're not humble. A wild card can't call themselves a wild card. You know, it's exactly, you, you know, it's because then in itself, you're predictable. You know what I'm saying? Gosh. Wow. If a wild card knows he's a wild card, he's not going to act like a wild card. No. Simple. No. I look, I mean, you guys just keep you've continued to just transcend what I could have ever possibly thought was philosophical thought. I mean, it's really just. It's incredible. It's incredible to watch. It's in, I'm 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 excited. I'm humbled to be a part of it. I really am. Well, you know, after four years of getting your brains knocked out, there's a lot of room up there. You know, there's oh yeah, room, you know, um, you know, whoever said that football is not an artistic sport just has not played offensive line. I don't know, Tyler. I, I'm sure you can agree to that. Sometimes I might forget where I put something, but then I think about stuff like that. So it's all the give and take. It's all the give and yeah, take. Yeah, and like mm. it's like. Maybe it's making room for bigger thoughts and bigger ideas. You know, you know. I, I think 
especially at UVA, we, we you know, preach growing every day. But enough, I mean, about, enough about UVA. Let's talk about Georgia Tech. I'm going to reel it back in to the, sure. to the now. So yeah. how many times did you try out for the Georgia Tech team? I'm going to go with once, but... Because I, I felt like I read some articles that were kind of throwing out that you just kept chipping away until finally this past year you kind of made that push. Is that... Can you correct well, me on you? Well, you know, I think that this kind of goes back to the is it a baseball or is it not a baseball thing? It's kind of just how you perceive what's going on. Um, to me, I only felt like I tried out for the team once. Um but in a in another reality, I guess, let's stick with the theme. Um, I was sort of trying out all fall for two straight years. Um, so infinite amount of tryouts, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, and then just coming here and interacting with two deep thinkers like yourselves, um, I think that's really what propelled me to be able to make the team third year. I really do. That's awesome. I mean, I know as they walk on, you know, every day is another tryout. You know, we're we're owners, but at the same time, you got to pay rent to be successful. You know, you can't yeah. put down a flat payment one day and expect it to be there the next day. Um, Absolutely. Or, or you know, I tried to wrap it around the space. I just couldn't get it there. Just give me a second. I'll think about it and come back with a good analogy. I took three years of astronomy. Okay, I'm basically a doctor at this point. So just give me time. Give me time. Tyler. Look, no argument here. None. 100%. I believe I am to a doctor now. Um, but, hey, all about perception. You know, some people don't see me as a doctor. I see myself as a doctor. And there is a reality where you might actually have doctor in front of Fannin. Well, there is 100% a reality where there is a doctor in front of Fannin because it's impossible for there not to be. And who's to say it's not this reality? Who's Who are you going to be in 10 years, Tyler? I couldn't tell you. Who's to say there's not a reality where Tyler Fannin isn't Doctor Strange? Where's to say there's not a reality where Tyler Fannin was the Tom Sox player? And, Cross and, wow. and I was the coach. Wow. You were the coach. Okay. Tyler was the player. And mm -hmm. I was uh, I was like the head intern. Yeah. Or or just the lowest intern on the total on the total. You were you're on sabermetrics for one of them at least. I was on ooh tough thing. I mean, great. You know, they really pulled it down. You know, they, they, of, they yeah, they did. I, they just don't get the same airtime that the media. They don't have fun like we do. You know, mm -hmm. we have a good time. Yeah. You know, we we felt the sabermetrics kind of drifting out to sea, and we kind of threw a life preserver out there midseason and got them back in. But yeah, got them back in there. They they did yeah. their job. We did our job. You know. Oh, for sure. For so, sure. I gotta ask you a question. Another question, Crawford. What was your favorite game? that I put on during the Tom Sox season. Like, if you had to pick one in between the inning game that I just stole the show. I mean, I didn't mean to steal the show from you guys. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, all right. Job. You know, what was your favorite one to watch or participate in? I mean, please, I'd love to hear it. Any, any feedback you can give me, just in case I ever mosey on back to the diamond one day. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with just a, a, an old time, you know, fan favorite, just classic uh, running the bases. You know, I feel like you really hyped up Louie every time and then he would lose every time. And, 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 and I helped too. And the, the, the best thing about that is that um, there was a picture taken of me 
tackling Louie. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents used that as our Christmas card. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, really, without you, that doesn't happen. That's very Christmas, true. Then Christmas doesn't happen. I mean, there is a reality, one, where Christmas doesn't happen, but two, more importantly, where Louie does win every time. That's just sad. That is not a reality that I want to live in. No, me either. Win every time. Me neither. No. So kind of back to the, the fun facts here. Or actually, I've got a question for both of you. Mm. So, tomato, tomato is a fruit. Yeah. Right? That's that's been completely out there for a while now. Uh, so, it being a fruit, does that make ketchup a jelly? Or I mean, or sorry, I I tried to hold in like a you know like a a, a, a thoughtful look. <laughs> I mean, you got wonder, man, like. Is it a, you have to wonder these things. Here, here's a question, though. Here's a question. A jelly is a preservative. A jam is a preservative. They are made to last a very long time. Can ketchup last that long? I feel like you got to draw the line somewhere. Maybe the time, the shelf life is to dictate it, you know? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I haven't really looked into it too much, but I myself, you know, I could see it going both ways. I mean, ketchup in my household lasts a good bit of time. It, I'm not saying it, it does. I'm not saying it doesn't last, but I'm saying does it last as long? Yeah, the question is, does it last as long as jam lasts? Which is a very long time. a very very long time, hence preservative. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's really not a question that I can answer, but that's a question that Google could probably answer. Um, we should ask. Uh, we should ask. Uh, our friend David Argo to Google that and see what Google says because I'm I'm honestly stumped. I'm going to go ahead and pick from a friend on that one. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll move on to the, the next thought here that I have uh, for you guys. A birthday cake can be multiple flavors, but birthday cake itself is a flavor. How do you guys feel about that? I feel that birthday cake flavoring by itself is a fraud. Um, I personally, I'm going to put that in the fraud category with, well, potentially, but we're not sure. Um, but that's just, that's my, that's my two cents. Um, I personally, and this is, this is going to be, this going to be tough for some people to hear, but I don't like the birthday cake milkshake from Zaxby's. Um, so I, you know, I've never look, even I'm sorry. It had, it had, I didn't know that was a thing. You didn't know that was a thing. Well, oh, wait, hold on. We have an answer. And this is from the internet, so that means this, this is true. Well, this is from this is from, well, this is this is a bad this is a bad internet source, but academic source. I use this all the time on my papers. Continue. I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, from a from a former personal cook, um, jams are usually stewed fruit with the fruit in it and lots of sugar, and pectin that thickens and makes it gel, and is a condiment for toast. Or used in baked goods. So the so the question now is, do you put ketchup on toast? I mean, you well, could if you're a psychopath. No, and I mean, could also go in the fraud category if you put ketchup on toast. Now hmm. here's the question: But if you toast your bread, which is a veteran move when you're making a good sandwich, exactly. oh yeah, put ketchup on. Do you do? I think we have to draw the line at toast with just ketchup and fraud with ketchup as a condiment. We got to draw the line there. Yeah, yeah. So that that I think that would answer the question of that. 
since you can't, since you are a, a fraud and a psychopath, if you put ketchup on toast by yes. itself, yes, um, then then it just can't be a jam. It can't be a preservative because you're not a fraud if you put a preservative or jam on toast by itself. Mm-hmm. I think know, it's all there. We're not here to tell people what to do. We're just, we're just here to tell them ketchup on toast. We're going to look at you a little different. That's what we're going to tell. Yeah, I mean, no judgment, but a little bit of judgment. So I think what we've come to decide is maybe it's like like this. It's, it's just in the right here. Jam, jelly, condiment right here in the middle, you know? I can see that. Well, what's the weird thing you put jelly or jam on? You know, like, is there something weird you put that thing on? Like, I, I usually just stick to, like, the normal toast and PB&J. Yeah. yeah. There's this burger place by my house that does, like, a bacon jam. So you put it on a burger. Yeah, I heard of that too. Okay. Yeah. Very That's good. Interesting. I mean, I've seen people that put jam on like biscuits. Good. That's a little, I think that's a little southern, Tyler. I, I think that's a. I think that's a veteran move. It is. You know, uh, I mean, my my mom, she puts a little bit of jam jelly on her chicken biscuit. Mm-hmm. Gets- that's what I've seen. That and honey. You know, those two things. Those two guys kind of just sneak their way in there. You know. Yeah, I will say I'm a big fan of honey on a chicken biscuit. Huge fan of that. Okay. Absolutely. If anybody's got a Christmas pl- present for Tyler, it's chicken biscuits with honey. Noted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam, write that down. All right. I'm glad this is recorded. We're just knocking out all the holidays right now. All right, Tyler, <laughs> back to your uh, birthday cake flavor. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Crawford on this one. I think they're kind of reaching. I think that's like a you know like a a reach. You know, like I'm not. Well, you're not gonna find me. You know, looking for the birthday cake flavor and here's another thing who decides what flavor is the birthday cake as you said like well, you know what if i want a chocolate birthday thank cake? you birthday cake flavor is thank not you chocolate because that's just chocolate that's a good point that's a valid point the only kind of constant i see in a birthday birthday cake flavored item is it typically has some kind of sprinkles in it so I would say that, and I would say that it's usually multicolored. Like, there's usually a solid, like, blue, and then some, like, yellowy, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that's the two things that I usually see. So maybe the birthday cake flavor isn't about the flavor. It's about the coloring. And then it's just vanilla, but it makes you feel like you're eating something besides vanilla. True. I can see that. What do we think there? I can see that. That's a solid. Again... I think all that it would take would be for us to all go to our nearby Zaxby's and curbside pick up with masks on a uh, a birthday cake milkshake and then decide for ourselves. Well, you know, I got to look. I'm, as the fans may know, I'm now residing in the beautiful state of Delaware. And um, I don't think we even have a Zaxby's in Delaware that I know of. Oh, now that's a shame. Why did you go? Um, I am now a proud member of the University of Delaware football program for one year. Um, and I don't... Mm. PA, PA. But that could still be like an hour away from me, so I don't know. An hour? That's it? Oh, my... That's... Okay, that's the easiest decision ever. I mean, come on now. I already it's, ate. I already it's ate. quarantine. What are you going to do? You got me there. So that brings me to the debate we had a lot in the intern room over the summer. Canes versus Zaxby's. I have I have very loud and correct thoughts on this. I could write a book on this one, but I'll let you go first, Robert. All right. Um, I, so 
Get out of the way first. The Texas toast is better from Cane's, in my opinion. Um, the fries are significantly better from Zaxby's. Um, but I think that those two even each other out. Um, and so then it comes down to the chicken. And in my opinion, the Zaxby's chicken is a little bit is a little bit more inconsistent, but it has higher highs and lower lows. The Canes is a little bit, it's just a little bit more consistent. And I think that's because I've only been to a couple different um, Canes total. I've only been to like, well, I've only been to one. I've been to one. I've been to the one in Charlottesville. Whereas I've been to Zaxby's in a lot of different places. Um, well, two different places, Atlanta and, and, and Raleigh, North but Carolina. You, you do see them more often because I've, I, now that I look back on it, I've only seen one Canes. You know, it's like the diamond in the rough. But, you know, I've seen Zaxby's pop up all over the place. Yeah, and and personally, I know that a lot of people like the cane sauce better. So I don't I don't like to weigh in on this one so much myself. But I don't really um, I don't really have a have a preference for the cane sauce or the Zaxby sauce. I myself, I usually just get honey mustard. So okay, I understand that's an unpopular opinion, but that's that's just me. Um, and so it kind of goes down as a whatever you know whatever's 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 close whatever whatever i'm feeling that night i'm not gonna always go to canes i'm not gonna always go to zaxby's um and i just you know that's that's how i feel um i understand that i'm gonna get some backlash from that i might lose some uh some tom socks uh fans for saying that but i'm okay with it you're gonna lose a lot of May I? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So I agree. There is no clear winner between Zaxby's and Kane's. You can't, you can't just say, you know, this one's number one, this one's number two. It, it doesn't work like that because you're bringing a lot of variables to the table every time. As you said, the bread from Kane's is superior. It's, it's nice. It, you know, it looks like, you know, it's like what your mom would bring home from the, the, from the, uh, Store, you know that little Texas toast? You pop it in the oven. It's thick. It's fluffy. Got a little crunch to it. Perfect bread. With you. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, not only is the sauce, but also the chicken, better at Cane's. The sauce at Cane's, I could drink that stuff, you know? I would, because that would be kind of gross after, like, the second sip. But hypothetically speaking, if it came down to the wire, I could. Okay. Okay. Wait. Question. Question for you then. Before we move on, before you continue, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, please. What is more, what would you label as more of a fraud? Drinking the cane sauce or putting ketchup on toast? Putting ketchup on toast, easy. Oh, yeah. Ketchup on toast would be, it's way more fraud energy than drinking. I mean, think about drinking Than drinking the cane sauce. Okay, imagine this. Drinking cane sauce is like a funny dare you give to your friends after a Tom Sox dub. You know, like you guys just won the national championship. You're hitting canes. Hey, Crawford, I dare you to drink the cane sauce. Oh, whatever, I'll do it. Now, would one of your friends dare you to put ketchup on toast and eat it? No, because that is beyond the dare, like, horizon. That's just a mm. weird, like, who would do that, you know? It's like, oh, I dare you to eat ketchup on toast. First off, why'd you think of that, you know? Strange there. They thought of it because they watched this segment on Tom Talk TV. Or Let's get that out of the way. Or they do it. You, that's a very specific, they either heard it here or they do it themselves. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. 
Yeah, you heard it here first. That's just uh, that's just baseball. Tyler, I'm sure you have another question for us. I'm ready to hear it. Well, no, I actually I wanted to throw in my opinion just for oh. Drew Goodman here. Um, I was talking to him the other day. Uh, I have come to the realization that I think Kane's chicken is better. Okay, perfect. Just the chicken. A little greasy, though, but it's still better. However, as an entire restaurant, I think Zaxby's is a little bit above just because they have so many different options. That's a very good point. That is, a, that is an excellent point. I've seen people go to Cane's and get the double toast and make a sandwich themselves, right? But, I mean, the kick and chicken sandwich from Zaxby's. You can't get wings at Raising Cane's, I don't believe. Also, no, you can't. Wings and Things is the superior platter. This, I mean, there's no. I love it. I love it. And can I also add this? Zaxby's has way better interior design. Like that's a cool. Zaxby's. You go in there. That's like a new wave Southern. Up- the ambiance. Yeah. Like that looks like a place I wouldn't mind kicking my feet up at. And please, we we do need a note. Please don't go into either of those places anytime soon. Uh, coronavirus is real. No. Pandemic is real. Um, just, yeah, stay outside, observe the decor from outside. All right. I can also say this master of what great way, you know, show your, uh, your fashion sense. You know, I've got a couple masks on uh, Amazon. They got some flowers on it. Just a little bit. Some don't, some do. Mm. I'm rocking. Yeah. You work as scarves. They work as headbands. Mm. Also, uh, but better as masks. You can also support the local team and the Cavaliers. When that's nece- when the mask is necessary, when the mask is necessary, I do wear it. Don't forget that. Wear Good. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. have a football season here. Yeah. And wash your hands. Yeah. Have a baseball season. And fix your AC. I'm sorry you guys see me wipe my face off. It's about 90 degrees in my apartment right now. It does right. excuses. excuses, excuses. So here's here's another uh, thought here. When your shirt is not tucked in into your pants. Are your pants tucked into your shirt? Um, <laughs> I could hold it right up until I was trying to say something. <laughs> I almost didn't break. I really didn't. Um, I mean, that's a tough one, dude. You got me stumped. If if I've stumped you guys, then that's the whole goal here today. So let wait. Let me just let me just say this again, okay? Yeah. If your shirt, yep, this thing right here, is not tucked into your pants. Yep. Are your pants tucked into your shirt? No, I'm gonna go with no because it, well, okay, they could be if your shirt had like any sort of elastic band at the at the bottom to like tighten around your waist or chest or wherever it is like because i feel like the central like the, the defining characteristics of tucking in your shirt is that it like you know you have a belt on or you have like an elastic loop uh, at the top of your your pants that then like you know pushes your short your shirt in towards your body right make sure that you're- Right, right, and just you know to keep everything, yeah, keep everything tight and and night and and looking good, right? So, um, unless and and there are some like I have a, 
I have like one of those jackets that you wear for baseball during batting practice and stuff that has the elastic on it. And I think in that case, then I'd agree with you, but otherwise I'm going to go with no. Uh, let me, let me pick that down, not only myself, but also the viewers, because I'm about to get, it's about to get crazy here. Let's think about the relationship between shirts and pants. Okay? Let's think about it. Let's we live it down. in a world where there are two different types of clothing, even though they only have one body. You still got the top part, usually. I mean, there are clothing, you know, you can have pajamas that are onesies, bathing suits, whatever. But that's its own thing. We're going to think about the front of the middle. Huh? Remember the male romper was a big thing for like. That's what I'm saying. But we can take that away for a second. We can just put that to bed. Think about the normal shirt and pants, shorts, whatever you want to think about. Now, the relationship is that the shirt is at the top of the body. So, vertically speaking, it's the top on the hierarchy, you know? Your shirt is just on a different plane physically and figuratively than your pants. So, you think about you put your pants on, you don't think about, oh, my pants are tucked under my shirt because they're always under your shirt. That is, that is the neutral position. That is that is where things just naturally fall. That is how clothes is designed. So then when you take the dominant article of clothing, the shirt, and then you put it in, you tuck it into your pants, it kind of goes against the status quo. Now you're making a statement. You're saying that I'm here to look important, you know? I'm here to change it up. And then that became, you know, as the style of like business, you know, people tucking their shirts. It's, like you do. It's, it's how you dress. You, you just don't think about your pants going, being tucked under your, your shirt because your shirt's always over your pants. You know what I'm saying? Look, look I don't, but I mean, I, again, I, I don't disagree with anything you said, but I think that, that, uh, that you saying that tucking, tucking your shirt in is more of a state of mind than an actual physical thing. I think that's where that's where we're starting to that's where we're starting to digress there. I don't because... even remember saying that. I just went on a thing. <laughs> I can't remember what I said. It sounded really smart as it was coming out of my mouth, didn't it? It really yeah. did. I just I think yeah, I think the one the one area that I would say that I don't agree with um, would be that you kind of started talking about like the social customs of tucking your shirt and you got away from the real mechanics of it. Okay. And and not not that anything was wrong. You just got away from you just you 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 lost sight just for one quick second of the overall big picture of what we're looking for. Hey, Carl, yeah. I really forgot, but uh, feedback's a gift, and I want it. I want it. And I'm I got happy it. to help. I mean, Look, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. That and baseball. Uh, back, yeah. Kind of reeling it back to sports here with this one. Okay. okay. No. Not really into sports, but go ahead, shoot away. Yeah, no, I mean, not really interesting, but okay. Uh, if you think about the golf, right? The objective of golf is to play the least amount of golf. I wish that was the objective of football. I mean, it would be that would be awesome. A lot less tiring. Is that why so many people enjoy golf? Because it's really hard to play golf well, and so you end up playing a lot of golf. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a big. You always get you. You always get more than you bargain for. Yeah. I'm not a golf guy. I think my income is a little too small to be into golf. I'll be real with you. You know, I don't think I go out for a good time. You know, I'm out there with my friends, have fun, not to, not to be good. You know. If I pick it up as I go, shoot, I pick it up as I go. But yeah, 
Yeah. Out there for a good time. Out there for a little bit of a sunburn. I'm out there to yeah. mm. off the veteran players a little bit because I'm taking too long. Mm. I'm out there for laughs. I'm out there to drive a golf cart. That's what Man, my dad would hate playing with you. I myself don't play enough golf to get frustrated at myself, but I'm a competitive person by nature. So you get you get frustrated yourself. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't. We all do. I'm caught in the crosshairs here because I don't play enough to really be mad because playing well, but I get mad because I'm not playing. You have now entered the plight of every single baseball player in existence because we think we should be better at golf than we are. Really? It's like it's not like, you know, like the natural swing mechanics, you know, we're, we're just we said we say, gosh, darn it. We should be better at golf than we are. But then since we're baseball players, we don't play golf as much. Um, so we don't practice it. And then it's this never ending cycle of continuing to slice the ball off the tee and not knowing how to fix it okay. or knowing how to fix it, but not uh, being able to put in the time to fix it. It's a vicious cycle. I don't think there's really a sport that relates to football, especially the position of offensive line, Tyler. Maybe rugby, maybe. That's a bold stretch there. Yeah, but at the same time, rugby is a very different sport. Yeah, you're not seeing me. You know, when I'm done playing football, I don't think I'm – I think I'm ever ever going to touch someone again. I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm talking two feet all times, maybe five. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet right now. I'm talking about coronavirus ends. There's got to be some light at the end of the tunnel here, Crawford. All right, let's be optimistic. Look, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Two feet. Football is done. Two feet. Here for me. I don't think I ever want to touch someone again in my life. Well, I mean, yeah. Because I don't know. Tough scene for your teammates, but okay. Not in a football way, you know that stuff. I wish I was good at baseball. That's all I'm saying. I never played baseball. That was one sport I never played. Pretty big regret of mine, but that's okay. I got to enjoy it. During the, I got to watch Crawford throw heaters. Yeah. Hit, hit the balls off of a wooden stick. I got to see it all. I learned how to count. I learned all the stats. I forgot more, how, but I learned them then. More importantly, you got to watch Crawford throw heaters during the intern softball game. True. Oh, gosh. That is that's true. a fun story. Most importantly. Crawford, were you were you present for that game? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was the umpire for that game. That's right. Okay, see, I told you, football, man, I forget things. So, as Crawford can confirm this, so most of the – sorry, Todd, what were you saying? I, you were kind of I, was, I was just saying there were some calls in that game that I want back. Yeah. Oh. Let me I'll, Let me just preface this this whole game. So, it was the media team versus Sabermetrics and a little bit of the mix of the promotion teams, like what I was on. So the media and the mixture of promotion teams, we were all student-athletes. You know, me, Tyler, we're offensive linemen. Sure. The most athletic people in all of college sports. Yeah, so y'all should have won. That's easy. We had some runners, Doria, Libby, runners, Nick Grossman. Nick Grossman is just in a league of his own. He's a Greek freak. He is. Crawford Humphreys. I mean, the dude's a living legend. We we have the exact team. We got cheated by the umpire. We had the dream team. Okay. So now we- the one the one issue is, if I recall correctly, the one person who played baseball through high school was not on your team. That's correct. And we all we all were way overconfident on our abilities. Before I you blame it on me, just oh, whatever. I'm not going to blame it on you. I, I didn't even it there. So how could I blame it on you? That would just be even worse. Um, well, Tyler's trying to. I'm, I'm going to. Well, I'm not going to stop Tyler. But uh, <laughs> I I have 
never in a good way, like techniques there, you know, I've never been able to hit a ball with a bat and get it to go far, you know, yeah. able to do that. No, I wasn't way. especially good at that either. And, you know, I had a pull, I had a pulled hamstring. I couldn't even run the bases. So it was just a bad look. I just did not feel proud of myself. We got smoked too. It wasn't even close. No, no, yeah. Was it close? It, it, they started pulling away, but then we came back at the end. If I yeah, but it was never. I mean, there was never really a chance. I'm sorry. I mean, it re like it was close for the first couple of innings, and I think the score is going to show that it looked kind of close. But I hate to break it to you guys. I don't think it was ever really that close. I mean. Um, for a group of people. It was definitely it was definitely closer than me. Let's talk about this. Um, Georgia Tech football, as some of you fans might know, used to run a triple option. We did. Which is the hardest offense on the planet to defend. Not because it's not because it's really, you know, really confusing. Not because it's uh, it's all about you know it's it's not really flashy. You know, it's really right in your face. Worst three years of my life. Every game that I always dreaded was the Georgia Tech game. It was miserable. Tyler, I'm sure you can also. It's just miserable time. No one had a good time. It's so, like, yeah, that that first year on the scout team, trying to copy that offense. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. might have been the most miserable week at UVA. Well, I'm I'm happy to let the fans know that Georgia Tech does not run the triple option anymore, and we have transitioned to a real offense. I bet um, I was more happy than any Georgia Tech fan or player was when they made that transition. I don't think you were. I thought, uh, oh, I, Crawford, look at me. <laughs> okay. I, again, the three out of the first three years of UVA, the hardest week without a doubt, not even close. Like there wasn't even, like you turn around, all you're seeing is dust because that's how far ahead it was. Worst week of the week. No questions asked. All right. Well, in a couple of years, we'll be good again, and it'll be a real game between Georgia Tech and Virginia. You just wait. I'm excited. I'm all about the I'm all about the ACC being a powerhouse. You know? Thanks. Thanks. I'm behind Delaware. Delaware is coming for the Natty this year. Delaware, oh, of course. Of course, we're we're the best. We're the historically the best team in the CAA. And we're coming right back for it. Yeah. Look. Best. I see the playoff as being Georgia Tech, Delaware, UVA. And the Citadel, and I say the Citadel because Georgia Tech lost to the Citadel, and that's that's only could have happened because the they're going to be in the playoff. Or the national championship. What what is this referring to? The uh, the college football playoff. Well, Delaware is a grade below. UVA. It does. I. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You come in for the college football FBS playoff. Look. You're going to do so good Delaware that they're going to gonna, gonna spontaneously win. upgrade you. Yeah, you're right. In a different universe, as our uh, as David just pointed out, there is a universe where Delaware not only is in. They're the Alabama of. But they're winning it every year. Yeah. Every year. I mean, not yeah. even close. But right. this year we're gonna we're gonna win our league so well. We're gonna dominate so much that they're gonna be like, you know what? Let's go and bump them up a league. It's like the like the the soccer leagues in Europe, where like you know you have like a couple really bad teams, and then they get demoted. Yeah, I can see that happening to like Georgia. The opposite. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna bump right up there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. 
I mean, I'm expecting nothing less. But you know what, fans? When you're at the football games, you know what you're going to have on? A mask. So, a couple more questions. If you're there. We don't know yet. Tyler, go ahead. All right. Well, not a question here, but a statement. You never really clean up a mess. You just move it somewhere else. I think there's a really thermodynamic way to uh, to prove this. That and it's right it's, or that it's wrong? Because I don't agree with that. Oh, that it's right. That it's 100% right. Well, darn. 100% right. 100% right. There is a law of thermodynamics that says that the entropy in the universe and the, oh my God, the, the energy in the universe will never decrease. The entropy of the universe will always increase. You cannot decrease the amount of entropy in the universe. And entropy refers somewhat, you can equate it as randomness. But can you, can you explain what entropy is for the people listening? Not for me. So entropy, the... <laughs> Entropy is random. Entropy is a form of energy that represents the randomness in um, in the universe. And I probably, for those people who are chemical engineers or uh, really really good scientists, aren't going to like that. That's my explanation, but that's the best way that I. That's the easiest way that I can put it. Uh, so basically, the the randomness contained within the universe will always increase. So every time you clean up a mess, every time you clean up your room. You know, yeah, it might look like it's cleaner, but you really, I mean, that's just, that's just your opinion. The universe disagrees. So in a sense, you just organize the mess. So yeah, yeah. I think we have to, we have to get away from clean to organize. Because I agree, if you're dusting off a counter, you're not cleaning anything up. The dust is going to either fall to the ground or it's going to get stuck on the pad and you're going to throw it away. It's going to go to the dump. But okay. when you organize, okay. you're not, you're not. You're not decreasing what's in the air because you can, as you explained. But you're also not increasing. You're just moving it around to be more pleasing to the eye. Yes, but you also... Well, yeah, but that's not that's not what Tyler was saying. I don't think that's I what Tyler was saying. saying. I'm just saying that... He's going off of what I just said with the organizing part. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I agree your statement is correct, but we just need to make the, the, different, the difference between organizing and cleaning. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we got that cleared up. Okay. Yep. So the next one is... Kind of going with this mess slash trash deal here. Okay. The guy who invented, or the, the person who invented the, the garbage bag literally sold garbage to everybody. Well, in that case, everyone just sold garbage to everyone because everything turns to garbage sooner or later. True. Yeah. You're just you're just making that point because the garbage bag sold designed for the garbage. You're not but you're paying for the garbage bag. You're not paying for the garbage that goes in the garbage bag. You're paying for the method of organizing the trash. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's more pleasing the eye. So so what we're that it's not in the eye. It's away from the eye, than the bag. So what we're saying is here, folks, is that what Tyler said was stupid. Hey, that's that's inappropriate. Look, th- yeah, I don't know that that's kind of mean. I'm not sure that I'm here hey, for that. They, so what what we're saying here is that what Tyler said was silly. It was silly. On board. Not, not, that was an interesting topic piece here. Not reputable. You know, we just we just some things out. some things don't work out. It's all right. No, Tyler, you can't hit every time. I mean, some. Oh. But not always. 
All right. Is that it, Tyler? You don't have another one? I know you got. I, I'm, dude. You have to have something about a moon landing. I, I do. There's no way. It's like a straight fact. Okay. <laughs> but. Okay, so when you, as a, as a child, when you start clapping, you never stop clapping in your life. The intervals in between the claps just get longer and shorter. That's true. I've heard that. I've said it. I've repeated it before. Yeah. That's put that as a new law of physics. You just can't argue with that. It's Newton's fourth law of physics. Mm -hmm. Never stop clapping. Never stop clapping. Never. Never. Starts clapping, never stops clapping. Never. When you buy a bigger bed, you get more bedroom, but less bedroom. Yeah. It's okay. a fun thing to think, you know, when you say it, people kind of like stop and like. You know, as an English major though, I think it's really, you really got to weigh in on what part of the word you're emphasizing. Cause you got your bedroom, your bedroom, you know? You got your bedroom. Room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have you have bedroom and then you have bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. Bedroom, you have to put emphasis on either the bed or the yeah. room. Yep. The right. physical space of the, the room with the bed. Yeah. Like the bedroom, you know. Yeah. Like how much space is either taken away or given from yep. the bed. A dentist is a reverse tooth fairy. They basically help you clean and keep your teeth, right? And in some cases, give you teeth. And you have to give them money. And they take your money. Gosh, capitalism, man. <sighs> right? Well, if you think about it, that's probably why we don't see the tooth fairy much these days anymore. Because the dentist is putting them out of business. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the dentist's business plan is bulletproof. Also, I'd, I'd like to um, I'd like to question whether or not the uh, whether the tooth fairy is actually having bad business times. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, because I don't know if it is. Okay, here's the question: Are dentists even real? I've never seen one. You know, I've just heard stories. I have seen one. Sorry. Yeah, I have two, so I can. can... The better question, and well, now now we can um, now we can prove this is whether Delaware is real. Um, that's been, that's been discussed. Yeah. Um, I've never been there. Can we confirm that Delaware is real? Honestly, at this point, I can't because I feel like every time I get on the road, I'm in a different state. So I don't know. About Rhode Island. I think Rhode Island. I, I'm still not convinced Rhode Island's real. I think Rhode Island's more real than Delaware. You know, Delaware's- You think it's more real in Delaware and you go to Delaware. See, but I feel like Delaware's an abstract thing, you know, it's- that's a good uh, – David Argo just asked, how do we know that Delaware is the first state? Well, like, if it's not real, then it's definitely not the first state. Back, but, it, but it could be the first state of mind for the United States when you think about it. I don't know. That was a stretch. What first I'm state of here, mind? That what I'm saying here, people, is that you step outside of Delaware, bam, you're in Philadelphia. You're not, you're not in Delaware anymore. You're not in Delaware. Like you step up, I go to a Walmart. I'm in Maryland. doesn't make any sense. It's like I'm teleporting. You know, doesn't make any sense. Like you're driving out of. I hop into my car in DC. It's almost like you're driving across the state line. Yeah. It really is. But they're just so close. <laughs> they're just so close. All right, all right, all right. A watermelon is a berry, and a strawberry is not. Is this is this hashtag confirmed? 
Yeah, because, well, I don't know if it's scientifically confirmed, but if you think about it, a fruit has the seeds on the inside. And, but a strawberry is a fruit and has its seeds on the outside. Exactly. Making it not a berry. So you're saying that a strawberry isn't a fruit or that strawberry isn't a berry? It's not a berry. So what is a strawberry then? Because I think the name explicitly tells us what it is. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. Well, it's just like the, the thing that a peanut isn't actually a, in the nut family. It's not a... A peanut isn't a nut. It's a... Uh, what? Does it grow on a tree? No. Oh, that's, is that why? Yeah. Okay, what does a peanut grow? I honestly, I think it grows underground. I'm not, oh, I'm not sure. I've seen a peanut plant. I've seen one before. Okay, yeah, they grow on a plant, like a plant. Okay, um, good. But maybe it's because, you know, people have modified strawberries to where the seeds are a lot smaller in a different place. I don't know exactly. Maybe, maybe we can get uh, David Argon on that to find a Google. We're going to yeah. find so let's ask. One phone a friend left. All right, let's keep it. Let's make sure you keep it good. You know? Are we Are we going to use it here? Yeah, we're going to use it here. Okay. Yeah, please, do your magic. All right, Tyler. Next question. We'll come back to the whole Barry debacle after. All right. So your car keys have traveled further than your car. <sighs> Gosh. Well, okay, no. But here's here's the question: Are we talking displacement or distance? Distance. Oh, all right. Well, then, yeah, I'd probably agree. Displacement? Yeah. Well, displacement, they've gone very, very, very not far. Because, oh, because in, the geographical distance that they've traveled is a very condensed place. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's going to be a direct line from where it first was defined as a car. So, like, whenever it was put together in the, in the, uh, in the plant to wherever it is now is the displacement. The distance would be a lot more. Okay. We got a we got an answer. Can I read this off of the berry the berry question? Can I read this? Please please do. Okay, I gotta find it. Where did I got? Do you want me to read it? Oh yeah, I got it. Botanists don't consider strawberries to be true berries. True berries have seeds inside them. If you cut open a strawberry, you will notice right away that there are no seeds inside. Thank you. The seeds are on the outside. Okay. Well, I was confused where they were if they were on the inside. <laughs> right. They are on the outside again. Usually a fruit develops from the ovaries of a flower. The part we eat comes from the part that holds the ovaries instead of the ovaries themselves. So it's not even a fruit. So, so strawberry is, isn't a fruit. Excuse me, I got really lost between what I said in the first part of that paragraph to what I'm saying in the last. You read it perfectly. I think the person who posted it to, uh, to the World Wide Web was not, uh, not, not fully... Yeah, not fully there. From but this comes from from someone who has quote unquote forty three years of experience in agriculture research and data analysis. End quote. I mean, that's convincing. I mean, if if someone on the comments down below wants to dispute this, I mean, be my guest. I, I mean, honestly, who are we to question this random person's qualifications? Uh, I mean, we have zero qualifications. We have no reason to think that he's lying. Yeah. Or she. Yep. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, he, he, she, he, she, or them. That's that's really that's interesting. I I I can say that I did not know that a strawberry isn't even a fruit. Um, that's um. Yeah. See, I don't. That's crazy. I'm gonna make that stretch. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say it's not a berry, but I'm gonna say it's a fruit. So you're labeling that person as a as a fraud. 
I'm going to label the second part of their statement as a fraud, as a fraudulent. They're not a fraud. They're just making fraudulent statements. Okay. 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 So you agree with you agree with part of what they're saying. You agree with part of their expert opinion and disagree with part of their expert opinion. Well, I never called it an expert opinion. I just called it an opinion more expert. Well, but we've already established that this person has 43 years of experience in uh, fruit data. I mean, but so, how, can we, how can we quantify that experience? I've lived on a cattle farm for 23 yeah. years. I couldn't tell anybody how to raise. That's it. not 43 years. That's 23. I'm just what that's I'm saying. 20 more years. That person. This person has been doing. Fruit. This person's been doing fruit research for 20 years longer than you've been alive. If you added our two ages together, it would be approximately how long this person has been doing fruit data. Okay, so that also, you know, that also makes them like questionable because they could have they could have too much data. They could have too much data. You know, they could have overanalyzed the situation. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a little lost here. I'm just saying strawberries are not berries, but they are fruit. Because if they're right, what are they then, Crawford? What is a strawberry? If it's How not am I supposed to know? I'm not the person with 43 years of fruit but data. But they don't say what it is. So analytics. If they know, why don't they tell us? Well, and you used our phone of friends, so we don't have any more. So we can't find we have out. One more. We have one more. What no, we don't. Friends? We've used all three. More. I said we have one more. All right, well, then we're using it right now. No, 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 because this is no? a, this is a simple question of what they said. They said it is not a fruit. If they know it's not a fruit, that, that means they must know what it is, but they chose not to add it in. So that means it is a fruit. They're just saying it's not a fruit because they want to have more intellectual, like, you know, levels than we do, because how can we disprove it? We can't. Just, just to be clear, fruit. just to be clear, you're saying that that person made this really, really smart decision. It's the same person who wrote, if you cut open a strawberry, you will notice right away that there are no seeds on the inside. The seeds are on the outside, That's right there on the outside. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so I, I feel like this is getting us nowhere. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about this next comment I have. The hotter a computer gets, the more it freezes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that those two things are necessarily related, but I think the fact that it's getting hot means that the computer is working harder, and so it's then more likely to freeze. So then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler, is that what you want from us? I'm still stuck on yeah. this. Right I'm just looking for confirmation. Give me, give me a little strawberry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Uh, another one that I have found is nobody's ever been in an empty room. True. That's a very profound thought. Okay, so does a what what counts as an empty room? Are we are we saying that people can't be in that nothing? That's what I'm saying. Nobody can ever be in the room because if you're in the room then it's not empty. Okay. Well what if you're like what if you're uh piloting a drone that's inside of this empty room? Well the drone's in the room, so right, but you're like you're using virtual reality and you're staying right outside the room, but the drone's in the room. But the drone's in the room. It's no longer empty because the drone's in there. Oh, okay. That's that was that's what I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Good All right. So then, uh, the last fact I have here is one that we know to be true, 100%. Here we go. The moon landing was 
was fake. And it was confirmed by the two men in the film because they insisted on shooting it on site. So, you're, <laughs> you're the Production best argument value. you can come up with. To, that was a joke. Did you not? Production value was out of this world. <laughs> crazy. crazy. Did, did you not catch the joke there? I, I can't say that I did because I've been so focused on trying to listen to how you've been. <laughs> All right, I'll say the joke again. I'll say the joke again. All right. The moon landing, and I'm going to simplify a little bit. The moon landing has been confirmed fake because the two actors that shot it insisted on filming on site. <laughs> What's up, Crawford? What do you got to say to that, bud? Mr. Simon. that one, can you? <laughs> we just Infallible. We're out of SIBO Week in the ballpark. We just took the title home. Infallible logic. I concede. Um, I hope that you use that exact statement every single time you can. You try to convince someone the moon landing was fake. Okay. I hope that that is the those that I hope you use those exact words. We will. I mean, I'll do my best. You know. I can do that for you, if I remember. As yeah, as as just one as one one further gift to me because you given me the gift of enlightening me to what is really going on and so you know it, it's really not my position to ask but i just i'd really appreciate it if you'd use those exact words every single time and for you well you know me and tyler are known to ask the hard-hitting questions you know if i would say that this last hour has proven um that that could not be more true I mean, if you guys go out and hit dingers, we're going to ask the dingers. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're reaching out of the ballpark. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just baseball. That's just baseball. Dude, a wise man once told me that that that's is right. indeed baseball. It, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the switch gets flipped, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. The flip might get switched, but it's baseball's always just baseball. That's a concept. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we just, yeah, that is a good place to cap it because my computer's about to die too. Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, I about to I about to sweat through this shirt, everybody. So, um, all right, thank you guys. I'm Ben Trent. As you see, it says Richard. Please call me Ben. This is Tyler Fannin. Offered. <laughs> David Argo's in the background as always. We want to say thank you from Tom Socks. This is conversation with Tom Socks uh, from the Valley League. You know, everyone that puts this show together, please follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube, get on Facebook. Give us a tweet, you know, any way you can reach out to us. It'll mean everything to us. We love you guys. We're fans. Thank you for watching.